Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I'm Peter, that is Tim, and we talk about horror movies on this show. And in this episode, we are talking about a French film called Raw. Yeah, French, we're getting getting Nazi <laughs> farcy this, this episode. Uh, this is a movie about a girl named Justine who goes to vet college, uh, vet university, and she's a vegetarian, but she gets a taste for meat. And cannibalistic mm. urges begin to manifest as she struggles with the first year lifestyle of a university student. And that's <laughs> the movie. Uh, that's it. Tim, <laughs> I know it was quick. I know that was a real quick description. You, but it's you actually... got to the meat of it. <laughs> what? That was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> Expect a lot of meat puns. I feel like there's going to be a lot of them in this episode. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> Tim, yeah, did you enjoy Raw? Uh, I did. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. Um, you know, not um, not super horrific. Uh, if, if anything, I would almost classify it maybe more as like a dark comedy. Um, there's definitely horror elements, you know, uh, into it. But I thought for a lot of it, uh, it was funny. It was also weird, um, and had like a pretty cool interesting story some really good uh effects uh i find that this happens a lot with me in, in french horror films but there's there's something about them they really know like how to make me squirm like they like all the gore <laughs> stuff really makes me go like Ugh. which by the way i should just before we go any further i forgot to say uh we'll start the spoiler free and i'll give you right. warning mm-hmm. before we go into spoilers just about halfway through so just just uh so you don't have to worry about that uh <laughs> I agree. I I was cringing and kind of looking away from the screen more in yeah. this than I do in most horror movies. It, there was a mm-hmm. couple of moments that were really making me cringe. Uh, a lot of that's maybe sound effects and good mm-hmm. kind of just the direction of the moments. As, a bit on top of the fact that what's happening is, is also just disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's kind of it. Uh, yeah, it's very much a melding of genres. There is definitely horror. And there is a sort of foreboding tone throughout this building. You feel like, oh, this is going to end badly. Like you kind of this has that feeling to it. Uh, but yeah. at the same time, it is kind of a a coming of age mm-hmm. teen not drama, but that's not quite right. But <laughs> it, like it's got like, elements of that. It's got elements of the black comedy, and it it all kind of merges together. Uh, and how successful is that? Well, I guess we'll be talking about that as we go. But yeah. Uh, that's kind of it. I, I think my first thought actually is I like the I like the pacing in the movie. It's got a very sort of mm-hmm. down to earth pacing where it has a lot of quiet moments and mm-hmm. everything is kind of through the lens of her main character Justine. Like everything's kind of from her perspective. And the movie sets up right away that she's a vegetarian, which of course you get oh it's going to be kind of like you know ironic when she starts wanting meat. Yeah, uh, kind of thing. And it goes from there. Uh, and I actually liked uh, Justine quite a bit. Um, hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I thought she was a very likable uh, main character. She's a little weird, um, but she, she never she, felt like super crazy. Yeah, she's weird, but she also felt relatable. Maybe it's because I'm yeah. me, but the fact that she doesn't seem to be into all these stupid college hazing bollock pranks. Yeah, she's really in like. Like obviously she ends up doing some messed up stuff, but you you kind of see where she comes from because she's really pushed in this. Like, you know, it, it's not like things are going easy on her. Like she's in this really strangely hostile environment. Like I never thought veterinary school would be uh, this rowdy. 
Yeah, I, I want no part of this. I, I <laughs> right from the right from like the first. This isn't a spoiler, but right, right, the first sort of thing that happens when she gets to the you know, and she's in the dorms, is that some of the like the senior students come in and like throw out their mattresses out the window, and I'm like, if someone woke me up and did that to me, I would seriously lunch for them. Like, but that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like, uh, I know that these are you know the elder students and whatever um and they have seniority but like you're telling me there wasn't at least a couple of people that were like you know super alarmed and like gonna be like oh no i'm not gonna take this i'm like grab the bat some yeah Yeah. (laughs) grab the baseball bat and whack the shit out of the the, the student yeah i i I also is there like no like authority in the school whatsoever like there's no like headmaster that like hazing and everything that's one thing but this is like it it seemed like a riot (laughs) they felt like terrorists they had black balaclavas on it felt like (laughs) it felt like masked men coming in and like tormenting people it was it was super super over the top um but she's kind of a loner and she's kind of weird and doesn't like doesn't talk to a lot of people and uh, so she's very relatable in that sense. She's she's kind of a loner character, and maybe that's not relatable to everyone. But it very much you feel like she's in a hostile environment, and everyone else around her is kind of kind of intimidating. And you kind of you're, you're yeah. put in her headspace, and you kind of feel like that all the way through as the movie goes. Uh, and when I start talking about the themes of the movie and what I think it's doing, and to to and mostly successfully as well, uh, I'll mm-hmm. get get to that more in spoilers, but. Uh, so, so that's that's a whole thing. The actual, you know, the, the actual disgusting moments when we get to them are proper disgusting yeah. uh, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, it plays with a lot of, uh, like, I think it kept kept playing with my expectations. I kept expecting it to go full something. I don't want to spoil it, but I kept expecting it to go full certain type of movie, and it it never did. It always yeah. subverted and went a different way, and I thought that was kind of interesting. I thought it did really good jobs uh, of the build-up, you know, to those gore scenes. Because I, I wouldn't say there's ever really, you know, any instances where you're completely surprised. Like a lot of the times, you'd see it coming, but it still felt satisfying. Like it was like, you know, at the one hand, you're kind of like, oh no, don't do that. But then at the same time, you you know, looking at the screen, you don't really want to turn away. No, no, I agree. Um, I apologize for my yawning. Uh, <laughs> we're recording three movies back to back. I mentioned that in the last one. I'll mention it again. One of the elements that I really appreciate actually is uh, music because the movie has a lot of n- silence. There's a lot of moments where it's just the silence uh, and the loneliness of what she's feeling. Mm-hmm. And there'll be music like if there's a source. Cause there's a scene earlier when she's at a party and you hear the music at the party, obviously. Uh, and that adds a lot to the scene. But actual score doesn't come in until much later. It's not until we get to like the real... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the meat of the, the movie. <laughs> that the music oh, sure. starts when to kick in. you do it, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but I, I did that self-aware. Like I didn't want to, but it was <laughs> where I was getting to. And I, I like that. I, I like Because when the music kicked in, it felt important because we hadn't really heard any music like that, like score up until that yeah. point. And it felt like, oh, we're hitting a big turning point for the movie. So it, it utilised that quite well. I thought it is definitely a slow movie though. I, th- I feel like if you don't like slow burns, mm-hmm. uh, th- this might be a, a movie that you, f- you find kind of dull or boring. It 
it's a little slow, but I never felt like it dragged. Like it, it's not super long or anything. I know I like a slow burn, and like we said, yeah. it really puts you in the main character's head, which I think is what makes all the slow burn really effective. Is because you feel like you're in the moment with her. You feel like you're in the moment, and those awkward tense moments, and those moments where she's sort of hungry, or whatever, uh, and mm-hmm. then genuinely times when you kind of laugh and whatever. But uh, so I, yeah, I recommend it. I liked it as well. I. I uh, I think it was amazing, but I did like it quite a bit, so I would recommend checking it out. So I think with that, we will go into spoilers, go into full spoilers. I want to talk about the, what the movie's about, because I've kind of glossed over it for the sake of spoilers, so full spoilers from this point on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, what I think works really well about this movie is that the entire thing's kind of a, kind of a heightened reality, a kind of a metaphor for mm-hmm. growing up, perhaps specifically growing up as a woman as opposed mm-hmm. to being a man. Uh, mainly that she goes into this hostile environment and it's very awful. And to survive it, she has to become more of an animal herself. And mm-hmm. the, the cannibalism, the, 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 the lust for meat, is just like mm-hmm. a, you know, a movie metaphor for that. Yeah. Uh, because even throughout the movie, as she's as this is happening, she does get more confident. She puts on her sister's dress and she... she mm-hmm listens to the song that uh, w- the lyrics were very specific it was i bang the dead <laughs> yeah it was all about being sexy and all all about being sexually active that was the whole song uh, as she was dancing in front of the mirror but it, even just the way she was dancing in front of the mirror we'd never seen her move that way until then like earlier on in the film she's always walking kind of frigidly when she has to walk in high heels she can't and she's sort of stumbling over but here yeah. she's like you know very sort of slowly and seductively dancing in front of the mirror you like you tell there's been a transformation it's almost like it's almost like a werewolf movie and i, mm. I say that because she doesn't turn into anything but she keeps not remembering things like if, if something does happen she kind of wakes up and she's not really sure what happened and it tends to just because she was drunk or whatever like it's never anything otherworldly but it kind of gives that same effect of a werewolf movie whereas someone's been a werewolf for like a night and they've not remembered it and yeah. it has that kind of kind of vibe, and also the lust for meat and blood uh, kind of ties into that. No, uh, yeah, I definitely got that. Uh, the the way I was kind of looking at it is, you know, pretty similar. Um, I, I almost felt like it was uh, there's almost like a sexual metaphor in it, where like women are, you know, they're kind of in this like shitty position where you know if you're um, kind of introverted and not really like outgoing and stuff and, and not wanting to go to parties you're seen as a prude but then yeah. if she does you know engage um in that stuff then she's seen as like an animal like you know she's not even like you know it's almost like saying like oh well then you're a slut like you know yeah it's... yeah because it's brought up a lot it's because when she when she first there because basically the, the cause for the movie is she all, all the the newbies or all the freshmen are all made to eat something disgusting they're all made to ask a part of a, a sheep kidney or something i don't know I can't remember it's what a it raw rabbit kidney raw rabbit kidney uh and she doesn't want to because she's a vegetarian but her sister forces her anyway yeah and she gets food she, poisoning i think she's eaten like yeah just veggies her whole life yeah uh and her body can't handle it and mm. She gets these all this outbreak in her rash, and she goes to the doctors, and the doctor asks her, "Oh, uh, are you on the pill? When was your last period? Oh, you don't use, you're not on the pill uh, to use condoms." And she's just like, "Oh, I don't. I'm not doing any no. of that." <laughs> uh, and she's like, "Oh, fair enough." But the fact that that was brought up, it, it's constantly referred to. Like when she's at the party, there's a moment where a guy with a camera says to a bunch of girls, "She's taking photos." Of, oh, get slutty girls, and then like a couple of them yeah. off at the tops. 
and it's definitely yeah. bringing those things into the movie and it's saying oh, this is part of it this is part of this whole process mm. the, the, the fact that she wears you know she wears normal jeans and like a, a mm-hmm. you know a top it's just, it's just very sort of normal clothes until later mm. on when she does put on the dress and she dances in front of the mirror and she does more of this this act where she is becoming uh, yeah. an animal to survive and then like even it, and then it gets like just really blatant like you know by the end while her and her sister are fighting and people come with like leashes and yeah they're, they're, yeah. they're literally holding them both around the <laughs> neck with yeah with it's actually like shirts or something like that it's like but it's, yeah. yeah it's like they're both holding back by leashes mm-hmm. uh, and that's the other thing is that over the course of the movie we, we learn that our sister's already kind of like this maybe not with the mm-hmm. cannibalism specifically but she's clearly messed up she is not natural yeah. uh but what once it once the cannibalism does come into it, she also seems to have a taste, which is where you start thinking, wait, is this a family thing? Like, do, do they have a yeah. taste for it? Uh, and the ending, of course, confirms that one way or the other, mm-hmm. but uh, at that point, I don't even think it, it matters so much. The idea that the sister, if you're going with the metaphor, she's already went through this transformation, because right from the start, she seems so different, and she seems, yeah. you know, like there's that, there's that scene where she's, mm-hmm. she shows the sister that she can pee standing up, and she's really <laughs> proud of that fact. And, uh, but she's she, she's really moody. She's really uh, argumentative, uh, and like we say, everyone is hostile towards Justine. Everyone around her mm-hmm. is so hostile, and the the idea that yeah, she's left home. She's off to college. She's out in the wild. So mm. now she has to become an animal to survive. And the, and then like even even when she's doing what you'd think someone should do, it's like she gets in trouble for it. Like that scene with her and her professor. Where he's telling her, you know, I don't like top students, and I don't think, you know, you make other students feel bad and stuff. It's like, oh, like she can't even be a smart. You is, know, that, woman. is this a French thing? Well, the, the lecturers actually dislike the smart kids. I, I don't know. I, I wonder. Like, I wonder how much. Like, there was little stuff like that throughout the movie that I thought was kind of weird, and I did wonder, um, you know, if this was supposed to be played up for a comedic factor or if it was like a cultural difference. I do. I like. I like to take us around a vet school. Every so often, there'd be just a really weird setting for a scene. Like at one point, oh, yeah. Justine came in to talk to her sister Alexia, and Alexia's hand was just in a cow's ass. Like she was in a cow's ass. That's just where her hand was, uh, and that was that was pretty funny. Uh, so obviously, she gets a taste for meat. She's starting to to the point where she steals a hamburger out of like, the, the cafeteria, and her because we not even mention her roommate. Her roommate Adrian. Uh, she's surprised she's got him as a roommate at first because she's asked she asked for a girl and he mentions he's gay and to the people running this place it's the same thing <laughs> and, and even that you could sort of like what was that saying about uh, gender roles and how people are treated yeah. um, but he he notices this and he's kind of friendly with her uh, and it's funny because even he as much as he is very friendly with her he constantly is kind of also an obstacle when she's trying to like, pick her mattress back up the stairs to go back up to bed and she opens the door and he's like with a boy, you know, with a boyfriend yeah. or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and they're having sex, uh, or blowjob specifically at the time. And it's really awkward for her, and she has to. It's like, and again, it's it's like she's not used to this. Like much like the meat, she's she's yeah. not she's not engaged in sexual activity. So both things are like really, oh my god, alien to her, and really kind of. Mm-hmm. So fascinating stuff there, but so he helps her. They go for food, and even he has that really weird moment where that trucker guy comes up when they're you know they're eating the shawarma. Yeah. Uh, and he, the trucker comes up and he just like sort of makes small talk about oh you, you don't don't they feed you down there at the vets and he's making small talk and he's mm-hmm. and if you didn't see the other thing he was doing it might seem friendly but he's actually mm-hmm. like stroking Adrian's head and ear like behind his neck yeah. the entire time and it is super creepy yeah. uh, 
it's it's oof, it's oof. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really strange. I, I kept thinking if that was going to lead somewhere, like mm-hmm. if um I, I don't know if the truck was trying to give him like some type of signal, like he was, he was inviting him, you know, to something. I, I, or, I think I think I, the, I think the point of the scene is that being gay, even though like. What, how would this guy even know? I mean, like, is, is mm-hmm. it that obvious? I mean, I don't know if it's that obvious. My gay dart is not functioning to peak <laughs> efficiency. But, like, is this showing that, like, there are some things that, that gay gay guys do then have to put up with, like girls do? Because like, when he first walks oh, up, I, th- I think he's going to be creepy to her. I think he's yeah. going to be pervy to her, and then he's pervy to him. It actually kind of subverts your expectations. Yeah, and that way kind of, like, fit in with the themes if, you know, if we're looking at... Uh, you know this idea of you know this woman basically kind of being treated like an animal and you know the same thing goes for this gay guy where you have this older guy who basically is seeing him as the same thing as a piece you know, of an meat. animal just yep piece of meat perfect yeah um, yeah uh, so 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 the thrust is going we, we see her like sneak into the fridge at night and she eats i think it's raw chicken actually she eats like she basically oh, yeah no, like like Carnivore or not, that's dangerous. You get get yeah. poisoning with that. Like salmonella is <laughs> a, a serious issue. Uh, but we see her do that. We see her like chow down like seriously on various things. And then it comes she, she's actually finally bonds with her sister a little bit, and her sister's like, "Oh wait, you, you've never like I I I've, I had like a Brazilian by the time I was your age," and she's like, "Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm going to wax you." And this actually might be the most disgusting scene in yeah. the entire movie, even though it's before we get to the gore. Mm-hmm. So basically, so she, so I mean, I thought it was just a little bit weird that they were doing this together. It was, oh, very close, these sisters, aren't they? But she, she yeah. lies in the bed and like she sort of spreads her legs, kind of against her will as well. Like Justine's not really wanting to be waxed, but <laughs> Alexi is not accepting no for an answer. <laughs> so she puts her down, spreads her legs, and she's still got her underwear on. And basically, what she's doing is she's just going outside the underwear. Right, so there's like, so first of all, this is just weird. Like, I feel like very rarely when you're watching a movie, you get a shot of like someone's underwear and there's like pubes coming out the side of it. Like, how often do you see that in a movie? Uh, don't get me wrong, very realistic, absolutely. Sure, yeah. But it's not a sort of thing you see in a movie very often. Mm-hmm. And she like puts some wax on it, and then she like pulls it off, and like Justine's like, oh, it's so sore, and that was fine. That that was normal. Then she puts it on the other side. And then she goes to pull it. It's like, oh, it's not quite coming. And then you get this close-up where the wax oh. is stuck to the skin and she keeps trying to pull it and it's pulling at the oh. skin. And she does it like three times. Uh, and I swear, like, I was like, and I, I'm a hairy, look, look at my arms, look, I'm a hairy dude. <laughs> the yeah. thought of that anywhere on my body makes oh, me squirm. I want no yeah. part of this. Like, I, I don't know anything about waxing, and I was uh, watching this with my girlfriend, and I just turned to her, and I was like, can it get stuck sometimes? And she just looked at me, she's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I'm oh. like, I appreciate the sacrifice, but you know what? I will accept. <laughs> Ladies, I will totally accept if you just want to shave from now on. I get it. I, yeah. I get it. I, I'll accept it. It's fine. Um <laughs> But she gets scissors, because that's what I was thinking. I get some scissors mm-hmm. and just trim the hairs that it's stuck to and get get it off that mm-hmm. way. Uh, uh, and she does that, and then... But Justine kind of resists, and then mm-hmm. she, she kind of kicks back, and I'm like, oh my god, something's just happened with those scissors. I thought she, I thought her sister might be dead, actually. I thought, it was just, cause I thought I her said, scissors might be in her neck or something like that. Or... Yeah, I thought she was going to turn her head and they'd be sticking out you know, her forehead mm-hmm. or something. 
but her hand comes up and she's like missing, like her middle finger's yeah. been cut off. Uh, which, by the way, that's a strong pair of scissors to cut through the bone. Good, good pair. Yeah, because I don't know how she would have hit her, but like, you know, assuming she probably hit her and her hand kind of went like, like that. But you don't think that she would be cutting with full force. You know, like if you get surprised, you think you kind of go limp and the stuff would just fall. Maybe, right. yeah, you'd cut this, you'd be bleeding, but you wouldn't have cut it off. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but basically, she get passes out, and Justine calls calls for help, mm-hmm. and then she squeezes the, th- the finger and licks a little bit of blood out of it. And yeah. I'm like, oh my god, she's going to eat the finger, and she, she's going to eat it. This is, this is where she properly turns cannibal. And it was funny, is I actually thought the dog was going to eat it at first because the dog's walking around. And yeah, I was like, yeah, oh yeah. no, the dog's going to eat it's it. It's almost but... like she gets that. Well, I was thinking she's gonna, that's going to be the alibi, which it ended up being, kind of. Yeah. It just wasn't <laughs> hard to give the alibi. It was Alexia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but see, when she starts eating it, and that's when the music kicks in. That's what I was talking about when it gets to what the movie's about, is when the music. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like she finally is becoming the animal she is. So the music starts kicking in, and it was like a really big moment. It was also disgusting seeing someone like bite yeah. bits off a finger is actually kind of icky, uh, because it, it it's... because it feels very realistic the way it's portrayed in this. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's what makes the the gore and everything so squeamish. Is you know you're not talking about some dude in a mask with like you know a giant over the top weapon that's just cutting heads off, like something like. It's unrealistic, you know, it doesn't really affect you. But yeah, this stuff, there's always like a sense of realism <laughs> to it, like a, a brutal reality. And it just, yeah, it just made it really gross. And yeah. I kept thinking with the finger, it's, you probably can't even get that much meat off it. Like, like most of that's got to be bone, I imagine. I don't know. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> sure. <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, my favorite moment of this entire movie might be when Alexa wakes up here and catches her. And it's just the look in Justine's face and she's sort of like... Yeah. <laughs> and she's got blood all over her mouth and she's like... That, that, that... I was laughing so hard. Yeah. Uh, d- during that scene. So, so hard. Uh, they go to the hospital, parents are there. And, uh, yeah, Alexia sort of backs her up and says the dog did it. Uh, which means the dog gets put down because as the dad points out, once an animal has a taste for human meat... It, um, it'll make try again and I was like ah yeah now she's yeah. got a taste she's going to want yeah. to try again <laughs> uh, and it's funny because I think at that point I was expecting by the end of the movie to her go full cannibal and that's what the movie was going to be about but it never really does like she never yeah. really becomes that it, it's teased she almost does it and then when something really bad does happen and you think she's done something with Adrian and his legs like missing a big chunk it's actually her sister it's Alexia who's done it she's not killed him it was her yeah. Uh, and Alexia goes to prison at the end of the movie. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because even though Justine's the focal point, you think she's going to become the mm. like some type of killer or, or something. And uh, you know, she does some stuff that she shouldn't, but she remains in reasonable control. I, I, uh, I, th- I think it shows because earlier on in the movie, like Alexia jumps out in front of a car and makes the guy crash the car and it kills the person and she's yeah. like oh I'm doing this for you and you see her lick the blood implying that maybe she has a taste for it as well but like and it shows that she I- is willing to do this and maybe the reason why Justine gets out at the end of the movie with hope that she might be able to overcome this is because she is just naturally not as crazy as her sister she's not as messed yeah. up she, she, her head's in a better place as a, as a result and I don't know if you thought this too, but I got the feeling that that wasn't the first time that her sister did that. 
Mm, like, yeah, I was kind of getting that feeling. Because, yeah. I mean, the movie even starts with, like, a you know random car crash. You don't really know why. Yeah, you see the girl um, getting back up from the distance. Yeah. You're not really sure what's going on. That's when the title comes up, yeah. Uh, so, very fascinating stuff. And when she's started eating some meat and she, she's, she's, like, drive that way she also gets very sexual that's what leads to the dress moment it leads to her getting very kind of active there's, there's that thing where she goes in like she gets covered in the blue paint it's another another one of these oh, right. hazing things where they, they shove her in a closet with a guy he's got yellow paint on she's got blue paint don't come out mm-hmm. until you're green the idea they, they mix their bodies together and it makes green yeah uh which i actually thought this was a really disgusting scene as well i'm all for i mean <laughs> i'm all for kinky stuff but yeah. they were kissing and the paint was going in their mouth I, yeah, I don't know about this, guys. I really don't. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, and then it was so gross too when he comes out with the the big wound on his lip, and then yeah, uh, and then I'm just imagining like the blood mixing with the paint and the paint mm. getting in the wound and. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, no, all of it, all of it. Uh, so no, I r- really good stuff, and like like I say, so Alexia tricks tricks Justine when she's drunk to like. Mm-hmm go after a dead body and like the, the school because I, I imagine since it's a vet school there's also like a, a medical school like they share like mm-hmm. a morgue kind of thing and there's a there's a cadaver and she like films her like like here get it girl and she's like holding the guy's mm-hmm. dead hand out and she's going to bite yeah. it and it makes everyone look at her like she's a freak mm-hmm. which leads to the big fight with the them being held back with a kind of makeshiftly she's mm-hmm. which made them both look like wild animals it's kind of funny, you know, in a movie with like so much cannibalism that that's kind of the most messed up part that your own sister is, you know, treating you like a dog, like a drunken mm-hmm. animal in front of this room of the entire school. Oh, she's awful. She's definitely kind of the villain of the movie. It's yeah. uh I mean she's she's not, she's not an outright villain. She's not completely detestable, but she has a she's so there's so much going on with her that's wrong that it's hard to sympathize with her. And she's really interesting, too, because I still got the feeling that she loved her sister. Like, I never, you know, thought that she, you know, like, wanted to kill her or wanted her out of her life. But it like it feels like she loves her, but in a really messed up way that, like, mm. she doesn't know maybe how to express or something. Yeah. Uh, Adrian, as well, has a, kind of a very interesting thing. Because, obviously, he ends up dying. Alexia oh, yeah. kills him. But he has this weird thing where... Justine gets very attracted to him, even though he's gay, mm. and she kind of, like, basically comes out and, like, not quite seduces him, but basically, like, yeah, let's do this, and he goes along with it, and they end up having sex, and he kind of gets freaked out because she's really sort of forceful, and then the next day, uh, or the next day, the next couple of days, whenever it is, in class... <laughs> she tries to talk to him about it and he, he freaks out and says oh I, you know I was in a closet for 20 years I didn't do that so that I could start sleeping with girls now uh, kind yeah. of thing. and it's this very conflicting kind of a plot point and I was I was wondering like is she, is she like trying to like force him back into girls kind of mm-hmm. is that kind of like trying to like compare that to her thirst for meat and kind of like she shouldn't be going after human meat uh, kind of thing. Right. It's, 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 uh, I'm not quite sure how it parallels exactly. Uh, I mean, maybe even like obviously that you know it, it's two very different things. But even just the fact that she's a vegetarian, like people you know think is weird, mm. and you know it, it's almost like forcing her to be like, oh, why don't, why aren't you normal? Why don't you eat meat? Um, 
Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, she finally gave up being a vegetarian, you should finally give up being gay. That's, that's kind of yeah. what it's doing with it. Yeah, I, I can kind of see mm-hmm. that. Uh, and but even after that, they kind of get close again because they're, they're sleeping in the same bed when she wakes up and mm-hmm. he's uh, he's been killed. Like, Alexia has yeah. killed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, dear. Uh, but you do get this impression that Alexia has been eating people. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's really sick. And obviously the final scene of the movie, the final moment we come back to the parents and the dad starts talking about oh, I, I used to deal with this I used to deal with things with your mother and all mm-hmm. this stuff uh, and because obviously they've just visited Alexia in prison and then he pulls open his shirt and there's like big chunks of flesh and scars yeah. from when he's like basically he's been feeding their mother sort of little <laughs> bits at a time whenever she really needs a fix uh, yeah. and that's why they've kept them vegetarian growing up is because they're trying to like dispel that urge and like no 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 you only eat vegetables that's, that's all you eat yeah uh, <laughs> and that's actually the end of the movie like it just cuts to the title again at the end uh, yeah. and I'll be honest I- I'm not sure if I needed that at the end I'm not sure if I needed like a an in-story reason for why they're like this. I think the metaphor was strong enough on its own that it just kind of yeah. worked. Yeah, like, like it almost feels like a punchline or something, like a little joke, you know, mm. to have at the end. And, um, I, yeah, I don't I don't know if it was necessarily needed. Um, I, I'm not, like, a, I'm not against it. I thought it was interesting. And, yeah, it doesn't uh, ruin the movie or anything. It just, it, yeah. it felt like... Like we don't really need this. I feel like the the movie has kind of made its point, and you're just giving yeah. me like a. It's almost like for people who need a, an answer, they're they're given yeah. a direct answer, and I feel like nah, you, you kind of implied enough that I didn't really need to find out the mum's also a complete cannibal, like yeah. not a case, and the dad's been feeding her, but whatever. It, it, it was an ending. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Oh, dear. And I I also like to when um. You know, uh, her sister goes to jail. Like, there's also like, there's just still this kind of like sisterly bond between them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like she's not like a menacing villain that's like, you know, like I'll get my revenge. Like, she's kind of like smiling and you know from behind the glass. And, and I, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, they very much treat like it as a sickness almost. Like, yeah. it's yeah, she's got this thing where she has this thirst for for human blood and meat. And that that's kind of all it is. She's not necessarily completely evil, but she succumbed to her urges. Where her sister uh, was mostly able to fight them, mostly, uh, and probably will have a chance because that's like kind of the last thing the dad says is that hopefully you will find a, a solution to this problem, and you'll be yeah. okay. At least he hopes. <laughs> At least he hopes. So now there was uh, another. It, like really weird scene that really grossed me out. Go um, on. And it's not even like gory or anything, but there's a shot at one of the parties where, you know, it's kind of just like the camera. Oh, this is the eyeball in. thing. In yeah. The... Oh my God. Yes. There's <laughs> just a girl's just licking a guy's eyeball. Oh my party. God. That's a disgusting close up. Yeah. She's right in there licking his eyeball. Oh. How is that fun for either of those people? I don't understand oh. this. This is a weird <laughs> fetish. Actually, I really like that shot though, overall, because it goes through the party, it goes through them and it gets to Justine. This is when she's at her most animalistic and she's sitting up with her leg up and she's got like her hand over her leg and she's got her legs quite wide 
And yeah. do you know what it reminded me of? I feel What's like that? it's a homage, actually. Clockwork mm-hmm. Orange. The opening to Clockwork Orange when they're in the milk bar. And it comes <laughs> tracking into them. And it's like him setting evil at the end. That's what it felt. Because she has this evil oh, smile on her face. Okay, yeah. it, it felt a lot like that shot. And I really liked it. Actually, from a stylistic point of view, I really liked that shot, actually. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I think there was... I don't think it was that shot. Maybe one of the earlier party scenes, but um, I, I think there were some scenes like that that I was like, "Oh, I wonder if this like is this just one take?" It seems like pretty, you know, uh, impressive. Like the, the party scenes were well shot because the the one early on when she's like going through and she's you know the one she was dragged out of bed for like it's kind of following yeah. her, but it's kind of like drifting off and looking at other things and then comes back to her and it's yeah, it, it works quite well. Anything else, Tim, you want to sort of... Any scenes we've not mentioned or whatever you want to go over before we get to the infamous rating segment of the show? Uh, There's just a few other things that... Again, stuff that really makes me squirm is just like any time you see someone biting, like really biting someone with teeth and like ripping flesh out. That's, that's just another thing that gets me. Uh, Again, it's one of those things that's just like, ah, this just seems a little too real. Yeah. Bite in the cheek. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, especially when it's like weird places like, yeah, (laughs) just the cheek or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, no, there's that. Um, There's some, uh, you know, there's some like animal violence stuff that, uh, you know, bummed me out a little bit. I felt bad that they put the dog down. Um, Which you don't see, by the way. They just mentioned it for the record. And uh, and then yeah, and it was kind of, and I don't know if that's supposed to be, like, um, if that was also a commentary that it's like, oh, these people are in vet school, they're supposed to care about animals, but they seem to be pretty flippant about it. Like, you know, even earlier on, like Justine's talking about, like, how comes everyone eats meat? And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like, why? You know. Uh, well, I don't know if that's yeah. She she's sitting at the table and she actually makes some people feel awkward around her because she they talk about monkeys and how because I talk about AIDS and how AIDS. Oh yeah, AIDS yeah. Are, Oh, she's like, oh, they just ate the monkey. Like the the whole thing about the guy having sex with the monkeys made up. Uh, and someone brings up, uh, wait, would it be rape if a man has sex with a monkey? Like, is it the same as raping a person? And she says, well, kinda. I mean, monkey's self-aware. Look, it notices itself in the <laughs> mirror. The monkey probably has lasting effects of being sexually assaulted. And then, but one of the girls gets kind of offended and says, "What well, are you saying? There's no difference between raping a man or raping a woman and raping a monkey?" And she's like, "Well, mm-hmm. yeah, kinda." <laughs> and it make, and they look at her weird, like, and yeah. obviously, I get what she's saying, but mm-hmm. saying it's the same thing. I think I get why that makes everyone else feel really uncomfortable and like, what, what you're saying? Uh, yeah. Ultimately. I don't really want to meet someone who's raped either, quite frankly. No, uh, <laughs> of course not. It's, it's not like, oh, you just raped a monkey. Yeah, yeah, you can come over for dinner. Yeah, we'll have you over to the house. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll sit down, we'll have some beverages, we'll, we'll interact, we'll catch up. Mm. No, I don't, want you, <laughs> I don't want you near me. Go away. But uh, yeah, I, I was just curious. I wonder, like, I, I didn't think about it too much, but I wonder if there maybe is a message you can kind of take from that of, you know, someone you know, who's being very hopeful and optimistic uh, and that when they get out in the, you know, in college or, you know, kind of the real world or whatever, how you kind of get dashed. Yeah. Yeah. You can see the dichotomy between these people that are supposed to care about this thing, but in reality, they, you know, are not. That's why I'd argue it's kind of a coming of age movie in a really twisted way. Like there's there's kind of elements of that, that there. 
Uh, I, I, think, I think maybe there's even elements of hypocrisy in there, like you care about animals, but you eat them, uh, which I think is mm-hmm. fine. Like mm, most people eat meat, it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's I think that's mm-hmm. it. Ratings, Timbo. Ratings. Um. So, uh, I know we just talked about this with the last movie we did too, but this one I was also kind of flipping between seven point five and an eight. But I think, like. Maybe movie wise, I was thinking seven point five, but the, but when I think about it, like the, the metaphors and stuff in it, like really kind of keep you thinking. And you know, I was thinking about it quite quite a bit today, so I think I'm gonna bump it up to an eight just for the, you know, j- just kind of the thought provokingness of it. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm gonna go. Hmm. I'm tempted to also go for an eight or seven point five. I th- you know what, I think I'll land on the 8 with you. Okay. Be- because, as we say, there's a lot in it, there's a lot of uh, actual themes, there's messaging in there. It feels like a movie that was made with like an intention of art. It does have some really disgusting, creepy moments. It does have some funny, dark, humorous moments. Uh, but it has something to say, which is really appreciated. Uh, I think the yeah. lead actress is very good. I, I think she's very believable. Oh, she's very natural. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Garance Marillar. <laughs> French name. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, guys. Uh, but I think she's very, very good, actually. Uh, and there's a, there's a very sort of awkward relatability to her that I think really helps the movie because you feel like you're kind of along the journey with her. Um, so, no, yeah. If I was going to make complaints, though, I would say that maybe mixing all these genres doesn't maybe work to the bit. Because I think the first half of the movie almost doesn't... Like you'd be forgiven for thinking it's not it's not even going to turn into like a horror type movie yeah. or anything like that or even something that's got horror themes, and mm-hmm. and yeah, so I I think that that's a criticism, uh, and maybe I th- I do think the last scene is unnecessary and it's there yeah. for people who don't want to think about it too much, and mm-hmm. so I, I think that's a shame, but uh, eight out of ten, no, I liked it, it was good, yeah. And, and out of curiosity, I don't know if you know off the top of your head, but have we done a French movie before? A French movie? Yeah. I mean, I, I know I've seen, like, I've, <laughs> yeah, definitely seen French horror films before, but I'm trying to think if we ever I specifically have. did one on the show. I, I don't think so, but we've done, done, done a fair amount of Asian movies. Yeah. Done some Italian, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, done one or two German, I think, I, I I don't know if maybe one or two Spanish. I don't know if we've done French. We've, French yeah, we've done like one. some. Yeah, I think we've done like some random like Swedish and like Norway movies or something. But Norwegian uh, is the uh, Norwegian. Term you're for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was trying to think like yeah, I don't think we've uh, done any French ones yet. Yeah, maybe right. That's maybe the first one. So there you go. We're, we're expanding our horizons into the world yeah. of of. Uh, Croissants, <laughs> croissants, and snails, baguettes. and baguettes. Yes, and little mustaches, and we. Oh. Oui. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm just doing a bad impression of a oh. French person there. Um, Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That was like that was like that scene from *Inglorious Bastards* where Brad Pitt tr- t- says "Arriva Dirty" like in a thick. It's like "Arriva Dirty." Yeah, that's what that was. Right, he didn't even try to put on an accent. He just said "chocolate." 
<laughs> I don't know. I just talk. I just wanted to let you know about my favorite Johnny Depp movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten that existed until that exact moment, Tim. You're welcome. Uh, I feel like I feel like any other country. I will go out of my way to, you know, not make fun of them. I don't want to alienate <laughs> anyone. I want everyone to feel welcome. But for yeah. some reason, when it comes to France and the French, I don't mind poking a few jokes at, you know. Yeah. 